Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hi, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Wilcox. I'm your host. And today we are going to talk about money. I love talking about money on the podcast. This podcast is for online entrepreneurs, anybody who wants to be an online entrepreneur, people that are miserable in their nine to five jobs. One of my very favorite things is to have clients whose goal is to leave their nine to five and replace that income and to watch them do it. It happens every day. So if this is you, if this is in your dream bubble, you don't have to wait. You can do it right now before you're ready, before everything's perfect, before you have a clear idea of what you're doing, you can do it right now. So today I am going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about money and we are also going to talk about the difference between sales and marketing and how these two things are related to the amount of money that you would like to bring into your business. Okay. Let's dive in. Okay. So I have a lot of clients that come to me and they say, I have this offer. I am a coach. I have a course. I have a masterclass, all sorts of offers that they have that are not making any money. And my first question to them (laughs) when we're talking about why you're not making money is, are you marketing or are you selling? Because these are very, very different things. So before we dig into the differences and specific tasks that fall under marketing versus sales, I want to talk briefly about direct versus indirect communication. And here's why. A lot of people think they're having sales conversations, but they're not actually having sales conversations. They're having marketing conversations. So I've broken this down into four types of communication. Some of these are indirect. Some are a a meld of both, and some are strictly direct communication. And this is really going to help you figure out the types of conversations that you're having and why these may or may not be leading to sales in your business. Okay. So number one, if you are someone who takes notes right now, this would be a great time to get out your pen and paper, your journal, your Google doc, wherever you like to take notes. So we are going to go down one through four, super simple. I like to keep things simple. So number one, if you're writing things down, write down indirect. So number one, we're talking about indirect communication, indirect communication. This is one-sided. This is people who follow your stories. They might like your content they're kind of just observing. <laughs> they're observing you from far away. And there's a lot of value in that. They are showing that they're interested in what you do, but this is not sales, right? This is one-sided conversation. So if you're just posting stories and posts on your Instagram and Facebook posts and TikToks, and you're wondering why you're not getting sales, it's because you're not having direct communication with anyone. Okay. So that's number one, indirect. That's one-sided communication. People follow your stories, put likes on your social media. They follow your TikToks, but there's really not much more to it than that. Okay. Number two, this is direct slash indirect. So we're getting a little bit deeper with each level here. So level two, they might message you. There's no immediate conversation. 
there's maybe some back and forth here and there. Maybe they send you a DM, ask you questions here and there, but there's not a lot of connection happening. They send messages. You see them a few hours later the next day, something like that. There's no immediacy to this conversation. So is it indirect? Yes, because it's not in real time. There's not any real time conversation happening, but it's also direct because they're one level past just lurking, right? They're reaching out to you. They're, they're attempting to communicate with you. And like I said, these all have value. It's just a hierarchy of how valuable they are to your sales. Okay. So number three, now we're getting into strictly direct communication. So maybe you're having conversations in real time. Maybe someone is DMing you and you're just chit-chatting back and forth, back and forth, immediate response. Maybe you're texting. Text for some reason feels more immediate to most people than like a DM on your Instagram. So maybe you're having text conversation. Maybe you're having chats on different apps. You're having that real-time conversation with people that are following you. So that's a little bit deeper than the other two levels of communication. Okay, number four. This is also direct communication. This is the deepest form of communication you're going to find with people. This is in person. So these can be live events in person where you're sitting down, having a cup of tea in the morning, having a glass of wine in the evening, really connecting, getting to know each other, seeing the nonverbal communication happening, uh, really hearing that tone of voice, seeing their mannerisms, you know, all the things. That's really the highest level of communication that you're going to have with someone. But I would also group into here Zoom calls because even though the people are not in person, you can still see them and you can still see a lot of nonverbal communication, which is important when you're talking about an offer or inviting someone into your program. It's important to see what their reaction are, is, um, to see what they're struggling with and to really hear their tone of voice when they are asking questions or expressing concern. So that's a really deep level of conversation. This is why discovery calls are really important. Um, this is also why getting creative with your communication is really important. If someone sends me, here's a little tip for you. If someone sends me a DM on Instagram and they're asking about an offer, a program, an event that I have coming up, I will send them a video response back. So what I am doing is really deepening that level of connection because think about it. I mean, how many text messages do we respond to during the day? How many conversations are we having um, that we're really not that invested in, right? There's not a whole lot of warm fuzzies happening, but the minute you get to hear someone and see them and really deepen that connection, um, the better relationship that you're going to have with this person long-term as a client, as a friend whatever. That's sort of across the board. So those are four different types of communication. We started out with indirect. This is one-sided. People who are just following your social media, sort of like lurking, not really reaching out, not communicating with you. Number two, indirect and direct. They message you, but there's no immediacy to the conversation. There's some back and forth here and there. Number three, direct. You're having conversations in real time over DM. Maybe you're texting, you're having chats. And number four, the deepest level of connection that you can have with someone. Um, In-person communication, either live events, Zoom calls, where you can see and hear them in real time. Okay, so of these four types of communication and connection, which one do you tend to feel the comfiest in? Which one do you spend the most time in? I would say for most of my clients, it's probably that second or third one, probably more the second one. Because a lot of people think they're selling when they're having these chats or communications over DM. 
but they're actually not selling. <laughs> they're just chatting. <laughs> so now I want to get into the difference between sales and marketing. And this is all going to tie in together for you and it's going to feel really good. Okay. So when we talk about marketing, we're talking about a way of creating visibility around what it is that you do, right? That's not selling. That's very different. So if you are looking at your sales numbers and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm on social media all the time. My website looks beautiful. I'm on TikTok every day and I create the best Instagram content and everything is well-branded and looks great and feels really good to me. I should be making a million dollars a year. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) Nope. Sorry. (laughs) It's a very different bucket than selling. So here's a couple of differences for you. So under the marketing bucket, I would put in there social media posts that you're sharing. You know, you're talking about your life. You are talking about kind of behind the scenes stuff, allowing people to get to know you and you're educating them on your skill set. Maybe you're talking about your offer here and there. Maybe you're having collaborations with other people, which is great for expanding your network, certainly. Maybe you're speaking at an event and you're sharing your expertise. Maybe you're doing lives on Instagram or YouTube. I've seen a lot of really great weekly live series that people are doing on Instagram um, that I find to be super valuable, but they're not selling me anything and I can't buy anything. (laughs) They don't try to sell me something. So I would put those items under the marketing bucket. And now let's dig into sales. I always tell people you're not selling unless you're a little bit uncomfortable. So a lot of us are really comfy posting on our Instagram, right? That's easy. Living in your own bubble, creating your own posts, putting them up on Instagram, seeing what happens. That is comfy and cozy and safe. (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? Somebody might leave you like a nasty comment, but whatever, not a big deal. But here's the thing. When you get into the sales bucket, it can be really uncomfortable and that's a good thing. So when you're having these conversations in the DMs, you know, we talked about four levels of communication. So if we talk about this direct conversation, maybe level three conversations in real time over DM, I want you to think about these conversations that you're having or that you've had recently. Um, Are you asking them to join your offer? That is a sales effort, right? That's a sales strategy. Would you like to join my program? Yes or no. (laughs) It's deeper than marketing. It's a little more uncomfortable because you could get rejected to your face. So what? That's okay. Not a big deal. But I really want you to sit and think, have I asked them to join the program? I call it asking for the dance. I heard a sales coach say that years ago, and it just always stuck with me. Because a lot of people would love to participate and be in your world and learn from you. But if you don't ask them for the dance, then they can't say yes. So that's something to really be aware of. And the type of communication I'm talking about here when we are selling, we are asking for the dance is very direct, very clear in person over live events, Zoom calls, if possible, if that's not possible, over DMs on Instagram is also totally fine, but you want to be really clear in your communication. So using phrases like, would you like a spot? Or we start next week. Would you like the link to sign up? You want to create this yes, no answer from the other person. That's how you know your communication is clear. So another sales task would be to send emails with a link to buy. So when you're having these conversations, you can say, hey, here's the sales page. 
um, you can link that in your sales emails. So typically whenever I launch courses, I have an automated funnel. If you don't have one, reach out to me. We will build your funnel for you. And I have sales emails that go out of my funnel. So I'll do a free training where people sign up and they listen, and then they automatically get sales emails after they get four to five sales emails with a link to buy the offer. I am asking them for the dance. I'm inviting them into the offer very specifically. I don't love getting emails. I don't love sending emails. People that get emails from me know that they are focused and chock full of value because I'm not someone who's sending emails every week, all year for no reason. That's just not ever really been my vibe. And I think most of the ones that I get from people, um, I end up unsubscribing, not because I don't love them. I mean, I'm, I'm nine times out of 10. I do absolutely love them and their content, but it can get really redundant to find uh, their emails in your inbox and go through them and they don't really say anything. So once you start getting into that rut of sending emails just to send them, people start to lose interest. And that's a really big deal. Okay. So we talked about having these conversations and the DMs, asking for the dance, using clear communication, sending sales emails with a link to buy your offer. You can send people to a sales page, which has all of the info about your offer with a link to purchase or to join. And one thing I see people do a lot with my clients and people I know in the coaching industry is they stop short. They're having great conversations and answering questions and educating people, but they stop short of sharing an offer or asking for a sale. You got to ask for a sale. People can't buy things from you if you don't offer them the thing to buy. (laughs) They can't do it. So I've got two client examples here for you. Um, One client, we had a discussion recently about a course that she's launching And she was a little bit frustrated because she was having a DM conversation with someone back and forth for quite some time. And the person didn't join the program. And so we went through, is this person, you know, an ideal client? Is it a good fit for them? What does that look like? And it looked like she was the ideal client. The question she was asking proved that she needed this course. This course was going to support her to answer all of her questions. So then we went through the DM conversations, the fine tooth comb. And I said, okay, show me where you asked her if she wanted to join the program. (laughs) And that piece was missing. And she goes, oh my God, I thought that I was selling to her, but I wasn't. I was just answering her questions and being really accommodating and supportive, which is really nice. But we both knew, and I'm sure this person knew that they would benefit greatly from joining this program but it wasn't specifically offered to them. So that was a big deal. So we've been working on that. But then on the other side of the spectrum, I have another client who I also adore and she does not have a website. She stepped away from her business for a period of time to be with her kiddos and her website is not up currently. And some of her systems are on hold and she's kind of just starting to get back into the space of wanting to own her own business. So she told me that she had a potential client and in our work together, we are getting all of our systems back up, getting all of our offers back in action. And what she said was, I have a potential client. I know I can help support this person. I'm going to outline all the things that they need and the things that I can do to support them. I'm just going to sell it. I'm just going to get them signed up. Is that okay? (laughs) I said, hell yes, it's okay. Selling before things are ready is always okay. Always, always, always. So she had a conversation with him and he signed up. She had a $5,000 day 
because she specifically asked him, would you like to sign up and be a part of this coaching program? And he said, yes, that's it. That's it. He has not been a lurker on her social media for a long time. Um, He has not really been engaged with her from a marketing standpoint, but they did have a couple conversations. I don't know where this client came from originally, but they had a couple conversations. And right when she knew that he needed her help, she offered him a program. She and I went back and forth to figure out what her pricing would be, where she was comfortable, how to get her checkout forms in order, how to get her contracts ready to go. Super, super important. Please don't be doing business without contracts. Um, And she sold it. She had a $5,000 day because she offered him the offer. Very specifically, would you like to sign up? Here's what the investment is. And I always talk about money. We, We can't get sticky when we're talking about our own investments, right? It creates some weird energy. You just have to create pricing that feels good to you and know that you are valuable to this client and that you can help them. And that's what the investment is. It's an exchange of energy. There's nothing sticky around it. It's going to be awesome. So those are two clients. I love sharing those. One of them thought she was selling, but really wasn't. So we're going to go back and fine tune some conversations for her so she can feel a little bit more comfortable getting really brave and asking clients to join her program. It's important. Um, And then my other client who offers it without perfection, (laughs) which is also a great thing. That is a great, great thing. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne. I am so excited to share more about sales and marketing in the coming weeks. We've got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, which I am very excited to share. So thank you so much. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.